This episode, my friends, is brought to you by my guys at Underdog Fantasy. You want to get in on some of that daily fantasy, some over-unders, some best ball? Register at Underdog Fantasy. Make your first deposit, and they'll match up to $100 in your account. Just use the promo code JEFFC, J-E-F-F-C. They will match up to $100 on your first deposit. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Studio Day Heffrey, where I'm going to tell you why the Cowboys aren't going to be active at the trade deadline, because Jerry Jones told you without telling you. I'm going to tell you, and I want you to know, this is not me being uh, frustrated or angry. It really doesn't make sense for the Cowboys to do a ton at the trade deadline. The one thing I would have been interested in is Melvin Ingram just went to the Chiefs for a sixth-round pick. Uh, I would assume, since Pittsburgh's in the AFC, maybe if they were sending him to the NFC, you could have had him for that same six. I would have done a deal like that. A 32-year-old pass rusher that doesn't cost much, that is for a sixth-round pick to see if you can get a little boost to your pass rush. I think that's the sort of trade I would want to see the Cowboys make when you're a buyer, when you're trying to win the Super Bowl. The Von Miller trade? No, you don't need to give up two day-two picks for an expiring contract 32-year-old. I'd rather give up a sixth-round pick for, yes, the inferior player, but help. Get a little help on the way. Get a little boost. I would sign up for that. The Cowboys, I've opted not to. So Melvin Ingram will be a Kansas City Chief. Von Miller will be an L.A. Ram. Here is the reason that the Cowboys aren't buyers in these scenarios. This is a quote from Jerry Jones this morning on 105.3 The Fan with Sean and RJ. Quote. I'll do it in his voice. <clears throat> Excuse me. Blah, 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 blah. Um, well, uh. The things I've seen that were uh, really outstanding and made the best sense was when the phone rings and they come to you. You uh, pay a huge price, a premium, when you go get. So, Jerry says, uh, the things I've seen that were really outstanding and made the best sense was when the phone rings and they come to you. You pay a huge price, a premium, when you go get. I do not generally have a problem with the Cowboys version of team building the draft develop grow your own pay your guys you already know that they fit you know them better than anybody else that system of team building I prefer to the trade all your draft picks for somebody else's player that they made available like I believe that the Cowboys way of team building is more sustainable, but that the ideal way to team build is a combination of everything. The way the Rams do it, the way the Cowboys do it, et cetera, et cetera. This thinking where you pay a huge price, a premium, when you go get. This is why Dak Prescott got $40 million a year instead of twenty-seven. This is why Amari Cooper got $20 million a year after getting all the way to free agency. The Joneses, gosh, I'm not a shock jock, so I don't know. Is this the right way to say this? It's more important to them to win deals than football games. And maybe that's taking it too far. And I don't want to take it too far, especially today, because we're talking about a trade deadline where I'm not mad at the Cowboys. The Melvin Ingram trade, sure, I would like to make that. Uh, Outside of that, I don't think there's a ton that you're looking to do as the Cowboys today. 
But the quote was what bothered me. Because I was like, yeah, that's why you had to pay what you had to pay for your quarterback. That's why you had to pay what you had to pay for Amari. Because you view as call you view calling someone as being desperate and I'm going to lose the deal. When you're a buyer at the trade deadline, you call people. The people who are trading Von Miller are not gonna call you. It's your offer to make. What are you doing? If you're the buyer, you call. But Jerry views that as a weakness. Like, well, you have to pay a big old price if you actually want something. Well, yes, it's buying. It's a market, Jerry. It's a market. So what do we expect at the trade deadline? I expect uh, basically nothing. What I would wonder is the Packers are in the market for a tight end. I would wonder if the Cowboys as a contender would actually sell if you could get them to take Blake Jarwin and you could get a draft pick of some sort where he's basically Dalton Schultz's backup. He's got a big cap number. The Cowboys are all about the long-term building at all times. If you've got Sean McEwen ready, blah, 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 maybe Jarwin could be moved. Other than that, unless the Cowboys are willing to move Lyle Collins or Connor McGovern, which there's no reason to. You don't want to move good offensive linemen in a league that is starved for good offensive line play. I think the Cowboys will likely stand pat. Uh, We'll find out in the next few hours, but I think likely what they're going to do is they're going to stand pat. That's what we're going to get. Now, updates on your current team. Dak Prescott, according to Jerry Jones today, uh, I will say it is 70-30 or 75-25 that Dak will play against Denver this week because Jerry did not use his same caveat this morning. Last week he said, I don't know if that's fact or positive thinking on my part, something like that, when he was talking about how Dak was looking. This time there was none of that. It was uh, just optimism from Jerry. Now, the the proof will be Wednesday and Thursday when we see what does he do Wednesday. Is he full go Thursday like Mike McCarthy said they would expect for him to be on track to play? But Jerry says that Dak Prescott is on track to play, and there were no caveats. There were no hesitations there. Uh, they will make the best decision for Dak long-term and for trying to win the Super Bowl, but it sounds like Dak is going to play. People ask me about Lyle Collins. Will he get left tackle work this week with Tyron likely out? He has to. He has to. Ty Inseki was better in the second half than he was in the first half, but you don't want Ty Inseki on a football field very often. You'd much rather Ty Inseki watch football than play football. And I guess I understand what the Cowboys are saying about last week playing Inseki and having Lyle still watching, where it's like, well, Ty Inseki practices at left tackle and Lyle Collins doesn't practice at left tackle. So you can sell me on that. But now you've got a few days to have Lyle Collins practice at what he played at LSU, which is left tackle, so that you don't have to put Ty and Secchi on the field, okay? Let's go ahead and get that knocked out. It'll be lovely. If Tyron is out versus Denver, do you prefer Lyle or Steele at left tackle? I guess I would play Lyle at left tackle and Steele at right tackle. Steele just keeps deserving his flowers, man. He had another really good game. The dude is playing well, and uh, he makes peanuts. So to the Cowboys, holy cow, that's a gold mine. A guy that looks like he could be maybe a starting offensive tackle for the long term that makes no money that the head coach loves. Woo! Woo! They like them some Terrence Steele. Uh, should we sit back one more week so he is fully healthy? Not qualified to answer that. Not a doctor. Their medical team will decide is this risky for him to play? If it is not risky for him to play, you play him. Uh, you don't be overly conservative because, as I've said before, you are not competing with Washington and Philly and the Giants. 
you are competing with Green Bay and Arizona and Tampa Bay and the Rams. You are competing for the right to skip a round of the postseason because then out of those four contenders I just named, two go home. You don't have to see them. You don't have to play that week. You are playing for the bye. If there is not a significant or decent-sized risk to your quarterback long-term, you are playing for the bye. You are not competing with the East. You are competing with the NFC. Matt, does Leighton Vanderush stink now? Always see him absorbing tackles eight yards downfield now. Stink is a mean word, and I'm not a mean person. Leighton Vanderush has not played real well. Leighton Vanderush has not played great. Defense is playing well. But outside of Parsons at linebacker, he ain't playing great at linebacker. Uh, assuming Jerry's lying about us not making a trade, who are we trading for today? I, just, I don't think so. Maybe Fuller at corner, but do you know for a fact that he's better than one of your corners? They like the players that they have. They like the fact that the depth behind them is their young guys that they've drafted. The Cowboys are not going to be in a hurry, I don't think, to add to the cornerback room. They're obviously not in a hurry to add to the pass rush room because if a sixth-rounder got a Melvin Ingram deal done, that means you probably did not offer the same. Although I did see a report that the Cowboys did make the call, at least, on Von Miller. So maybe at the right price there, well, they couldn't have made the call, though, because Jerry says you can't call. You have to let people call you, which means that Von Miller deal must have been happening, and then Denver called and was like, hey, would you like to beat this? And they were like, oh, no, that's paying a premium or something. Anyway, that's your Cowboy Updates of the day. Um, Tank Lawrence is still a few weeks away, sounds like. Michael Gallup is obviously closer. Uh, and we shall see. And we'll keep you updated. Leave in the comments what you want to hear about tomorrow at youtube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh. And remember that you have no idea what anyone is going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.